I was thinking about this. I think I need a will. A last will and testament. A will. Okay. Yeah. Why? What do you mean, why? Because I've reached the age where I feel like I should have one just in case. What will you put in said will? (laughs) (laughs) We have nothing. Well, that's not true. (laughs) You're going to put the car payment? What are you going to put? Well, yeah, all of that would fall to you, I would imagine. I know. But what do you have that you would put that you would need a last will and testament? It's not so much what's going to happen to my stuff. Uh I'm thinking, uh, you know, what what would happen in certain scenarios? You know, like uh, if ever I needed to be on a respirator or something, would you just pull the plug? Well, it depends on the situation. <laughs> what does that mean? It depends on the situation. No, I would never. Well, if I suddenly, uh, you know, got hit by a piano on a window and I became a vegetable. Yeah. Would you pull the plug? I think I need to have uh, my wishes in place, don't you think? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this is disarming because you know what's happening here? Rachel's like, oh, yeah, I'd pull the plug. I'm gonna... well, no, you know that freaking cost to keep you on life support? I'm not doing that. Pull the plug, throw them away. That's not what I meant. Dump them in a river. I guess I would rather know what you want to do, but I also know you and you hate medicine and hospitals and any of the above. So, Well, I'll be a vegetable. What difference is it? Well, that's what I'm saying. If you had a will or something, it would just say, pull the plug. And I don't know. It would depend on the situation. Or like, what if I'm uh, unconscious and they say he's going to have triple bypass surgery? You would have triple bypass surgery. So that you would have done. See, I don't want that done. This (laughs) is why I need it in a will and testament. But if you're a vegetable, you want me to keep you like that? Well, there's nothing wrong with me, per se. I just can't talk anymore. <laughs> you come visit me. You won't be able to talk if you're unconscious either. So you'll, you won't, you'll wake up and you'll just have yeah, some Yeah, but then I'm going to wake there. up, and assuming I do make it through, I would have the aftermath of a major disruptive surgery, like open heart surgery, and, triple and, bypass surgery. And being on a respirator for the rest of your life is not a major thing? Like, well, that's I wouldn't not a know, big... but I'm going to wake but up, I and all of a keep... sudden I get tubes down my throat and everything. I got to and... keep you alive, and you're never going to wake up? Listen. And I repeat what I said at the beginning. This is why I need a will and testament because I don't know that I need you making these decisions. I think I need to make them for my own person, for myself. Okay, all right. And I think you should do such for yourself because I'm sure that you've got wishes. Yeah, keep me alive at all costs. I want my nails done while I'm in the hospital. You better do my roots. So no matter what. You better put some Botox in there because we don't need this falling while I'm in bed. <laughs> Absolutely, keep me alive. And you'd like, I know you'd like a mausoleum. Oh, yes. I definitely want a mausoleum. You want to be like Julius Caesar with yeah, a shrine. Don't, don't burn me or bury me or put me in a wall. I want a mausoleum. I just want to lay in my... Just put a bed in there. Like That'd sleeping be good. beauty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's what I'd like happen. Yeah. You, you, I don't, I, there's my will. <laughs> Prince comes, thinks he kisses you. He, turn, he said he turns into a frog. <laughs> He's not coming back to life, but with true love, let me tell you right now. <laughs> I think I need an attorney with me, even if I am a vegetable, just to make sure that you follow my wishes. I would follow your wishes. I thought you were saying you wanted a will like for your stuff, and I was really confused because, like, well, I mean, I have, what re- stuff? I have a, a great record collection. Wait, who would you give that to? I don't know. Can't we? Or what about my uh, cassette tapes of all my shows over the Again, years? Again, who would you give that what to? What about, like, the Museum of Radio or something? <laughs> okay, well, donate them to the Museum of Radio. All your unmarked I'm sorry, Robbie, tapes. Who? Who's this? None of them are labeled or organized. Just all well, that's something tapes. you could do, and you could cherish no! my memory and go through all of them. No, most of them aren't you. They're random radio stations from, like, Idaho. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. This is why I need a will. All you've done is proven my case. So let me know how to put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right, get yourself a will, then. It's finally Friday, Robbie and Rochelle. In the morning, 1071, The Boss. 99.7 FM, anywhere in the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. It's like climbing the incline on a roller coaster, isn't it? Barreling toward the weekend. Yes. 
Yeah. Welcome to Friday morning, November the 11th, 2022. We officially kick off the weekend here across the, ga- the Great Garden State and beyond mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock with the freakout this morning. Go to the Celebrity Hotline. Going to be talking to Andrew Polk. He's one of the stars of this new movie with uh, Anne Hathaway and Anthony Hopkins called oh. Armageddon Time. Oh, wow. Okay. He's been on a bunch of TV shows as well, including Billions, which is where we've seen him. Yes. We'll do a little dumb crook news this morning. Fun facts. We'll check the Fast Five, the birthdays, the he said. She said. At 7.50. Hashtag mom. Bulletin board in just a moment here. So a big Friday hullabaloo. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Chris Kringle Cash. Up to $500 this morning. Qualify for five grand. Give out the cash sometime before 10 a.m. Yep. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are you guys? I got something special I want to do Uh-oh. here this morning. Uh, we have <laughs> not ever done this on this show before. And uh, I was not part of the, I was part of the radio station, the old place, but uh, Joe was part of the show. You might recall they used to do something called Dead Guy in an Envelope. Oh, my oh, gosh. No. <laughs> and I thought, ironically enough, we would resurrect Dead Guy in an Envelope today. A little something special. The uh, idea is there is a celebrity. And sometimes we bring in phone callers. Sometimes it's just a fun game to play amongst ourselves. So today I thought this would be a little ha-ha, a little Friday fun for just a group of us here. Uh, I have identified a celebrity. I know who it is. Oh, gosh. Okay. It's going to be so obscure. I'm not going to know. Oh, you know. Oh, it's you. No. <laughs> it's me. I know who it is. Okay. Uh, you sure you know who it is? Yeah, I know who it okay. is. You and Rochelle. Will we know who it is? <laughs> can each ask a question, and then I, with a yes or no answer or a eh, we'll let you know if you're on the right path. And you can play along at home, play along with Joe and Rochelle, and we'll try and figure out who this celebrity is. I assure you they're a famous person that all three of us, everybody has heard of. Does this all make sense? You guys remember how it works? Yep, and you're sure they're dead. I, I am sure that they are dead, yeah. Okay, because that happened often. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure they're dead. Oh, boy. All right, Famously I have... with poor John Glenn, who wasn't dead, and he went through the... <laughs> and at the end of the thing, I said, he is now, but I said to him, isn't he? He's dead now, isn't he? I didn't hear. <laughs> and, and he... Poor um, John Glenn. <laughs> poor John Glenn. And at the end of the... They're going through it. Yeah, you win, you win. And I called up the hotline and said, you better double check about John Glenn. <laughs> and it turned out he was still alive. That's awful. Uh, oh. oh, monkey boy. Oh, that, that was a monk, yep. Yeah, I had a feeling. All right, I got the envelope right here. I got the dead guy inside. Okay. By the way, not necessarily a guy, but we say dead be, guy in an yeah. envelope. All right, you ready to go? Uh, yep. Rochelle, you're the newbie. Why don't you go first? I will respond with a yes or no question. Uh, is it a musician? No, not a musician, no. Okay. Joe? Did he die over the age of 60? Yes. Uh, Is he an actor? No. Okay. Is he a he? Yes. (laughs) Is he a late night, or was he a late night talk show host? Mm, Yes. Uh (laughs) Did he play an instrument? No. Was he considered a comedian? Yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was he over 70 when he died? Yes. Did he die recently? No. Huh. Was he on television? Yes. <laughs> was he a heartthrob? 
No. <laughs> no. Okay. Definitely not. Rodney Dangerfield. No. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. Um, was he married to someone famous? No. Hmm. Carson. No. <laughs> uh, was he a host? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Was he a singer as well as a host? No. Uh. <laughs> um, was he in radio? Yeah. Dick Clark. No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Do we get clues if we just keep going? Yeah, give like, us a clue. Like you, a, I, a clue. I would say that you're, you're tiptoeing right around the pond. You're very, very close with several of these guests. Very close. Ryan Seacrest. No. He's not dead, No, Joe. Oh, I forgot. I don't think. Yeah. Could you imagine if that oh happens? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Front page of the post tomorrow. Joe Nolan, oh longtime traffic reporter, killed Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Come on. You guys are right there. I can feel it. Uh, was he a newscaster? No. No. You've given. You, 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 took, you asked the question that should have given it to you. Well, that doesn't help me. Which question was it? Yeah, what does that mean? We've asked 4,000 questions. <laughs> it was, it, you, you asked if he was a host on Late Night, and I said, yeah. Was it Larry King? No. Ugh. I was going the not attractive thing. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> similar, uh, similar glasses to Larry King. Oh. oh, that's a guy. Yeah, you said it was a guy. I was yeah. going to say Sally Jesse Raphael. No. She's also oh, alive. Oh, oh, Joe Franklin. <laughs> no, great, great, great uh, guess, but not Joe Franklin. Um, Sally Jesse's still alive? Jeez. I think she is, yeah. Yeah, she's still alive. <laughs> it is a man. We know that. This is a man. Oh, wow. Um, With glasses. Yep. Certainly for most of his tenure. Maybe when he was a very young man. And he was on for many, many years. He did not wear glasses at the very beginning. Hmm. I was worried at first this might go after about a minute. Now here we are a few minutes in. And clearly, this is harder than I thought. What, can I ask a question out of turn? Yeah. Oh, it's was my turn. popular Sorry. in the 70s? Yes. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it Merv Griffin? Nope. Very warm. Oh, 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 David Frost. Nope. <sighs> Who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? I'm going to repeat something I said earlier. Rochelle asked, "Is it a late night host?" And I said, "Yeah." Uh, is he a game show host? No. Although he was a game show host early, early in his career, just to be fair. So I don't get some angry email about it. People are screaming at their radios. They probably know who it is already. Major, Uh, you guys are overthinking this. Major, major, David Frost is well and good, but that's Joe Franklin well and good, a little obscure. Jack Parr? No, no. Jack Parr, a little too obscure, but you're you're right there. Major, major figure. Late night, not really the host on in the 70s. You can do this. Ed McMahon. Yes! Oh! Ed McMahon is the dead guy in the envelope. Oh, that took way too long. Because <laughs> I basically walked you right to the trough. <laughs> Grabbed the horse by the rein and brought you right there, but nonetheless. 
Joe Nolan but wins. That's a fun game. We got to do that with listeners. That's a that great is fun. game. That well, is fun. it was fun bringing it back. Maybe we will do it again. Dead guy in an envelope. You know, we're living in an exciting time. We've just begun the term in office for Chris Evans as sexiest man alive. <laughs> yeah. Somebody forwarded me this from a website called thefrisky.com. Don't click it at work. Thefrisky.com. Yeah, I never heard of this. Uh-huh. It's exactly what you think it is. Uh-huh. Toys and that sort of thing. Okay. It's it's targeted toward women. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So it's 30 manly things that women say they find sexiest. So I would imagine that each of these things would be a qualification, a prerequisite, if you will, if you hope one day, as I do, to be sexiest man alive. One day your son, too, could grow up to be the sexiest man alive. Sure, sure. Women put number one on their list, stubble. Like just, beard stubble? Just a little stubble. Yeah, that's sexy. To absolutely. be very, very sexy. That's number one. Yeah, I mean, I. yeah. Is it because a man looks rugged, like he's got some... Uh, Experience in life, that kind of thing? I, I think so. I don't know. I definitely find stubble to be sexy, more sexy than a clean shaven face. A dress shirt. Okay. Wearing a well pressed shirt. So, in other words, I guess not looking like a bum. Right. Absolutely. I think women especially like it when a man is doing uh, intensive labor, like, you know, riding a horse like a cowboy, <laughs> but he's still got a perfectly pressed shirt, you know? I don't know. That reminds me of like the Marlboro Man. I don't know. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> hey, want some smokes? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. That's oh, not yeah. where my. That's where, not where my mind went. Can you feel to, the lung but. cancer now? <laughs> uh, muscled calves. Okay, that's probably a little bit lower down on my list. Pecs. Pecs. Sure. Cute butt. Uh huh. This is interesting. Stubbornness. Huh. What does that mean? Well, they've like got a little man- description of all of this, and I guess the idea, if I can paraphrase, is that a woman lo- likes a man that challenges her a little bit. Oh, okay. Just kind of playfully pushes back a sure. little bit on I mean, her thoughts. Women love to argue, so sure. <laughs> you absolutely want somebody who will give you a little bit of argument every once in a while. Got to get that aggression out. I never, uh, I don't know if I even want to open this can of worms, but my previous experience before you is that women do not like to argue. No? I don't remember anybody I went out with until we started going out together. Arguing with me, and it's something that well, I because you just wouldn't listen. You would walk maybe away. That's, maybe that's. I it. think that's more what happened there. You've only ever had arguments with me. I mean, I don't, even arguments. Just one as of your we, exes uh, threw an ashtray at your head. <laughs> that seems like a pretty big argument. Well, I mean, look at this face. <laughs> you should have had some stubble on your. I don't face. know that we were even. I think that was just a matter of so we're breaking up, and then she. <laughs> That seems like, like an not argument. If I, not if I kill you first. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like an argument. I don't. I could be wrong. I don't know. Graying at the temples. You uh-huh. know, a little bit of uh, silver a on the salt side. Salt and pepper is always good. Stamina. Oh yes, absolutely. Is that just the ability to stay up after six o'clock at night? Yes, and yes. <laughs> I'm just stamina in general is good. Six o'clock at night. You want to go out? <laughs> Already asleep. Get out of the lazy boy. The uh, sexy V between his oh, belly yeah. button and his business. Mm-hmm. That must be nice, huh? <laughs> I can't even imagine the life that that must be. I can't even imagine, you know? <laughs> I know how women talk about what it must be like to be like a Victoria's Secret model. Uh-huh. I can't even imagine being a man that's got muscles like that. I can't even <laughs> can't even imagine what that will be. What does that even feel like? <laughs> I don't think my skin even looks the same as men that have that kind of muscle going on. I just... <laughs> the way a man says your name or a uh, nickname for you. Mm-hmm. So whether it's your name or it's a uh, babe or honey or... Absolutely. I tell boo. you... I tell you that all the time when you say something to me. I'm like, oh, that was nice. That's not true because sometimes I'll go, Rochelle. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Like, what are you, my mother? Am I in trouble? That's formal, though. I feel Am I like grounded? When you say my full name, it's formal. When you call, you've called me babe or something before. I'm like, oh, that's nice. How about dip? Does that yeah. work for you? Yeah. See, that's usually what I'm used to. So <laughs> when I get babe or honey or something, I'm like, oh, that's so nice.
the way a man smells. Uh huh. Thick eyebrows. Like Eugene Levy? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Eugene Levy. <laughs> Hashtag Eugene needs love too. No, but if you have a man that has a teeny little pencil uh, eyebrows. Yeah, I guess. Not as sexy as a man. See, I I really do think, it seems so cliche, but I really do think, and this is just another example, that women are looking for that rugged, Mm -hmm. you know, John Wayne, sturdy cowboy type, you know? Not John Wayne himself, (laughs) but I mean that kind of, uh, you know, that man's man, you know? Sure, I think women, I think The whole metrosexual Ryan Seacrest thing, women generally don't find that to be a sexy guy. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Thick eyebrows seems like a way. The first I think of Eugene Levy. I don't. Eugene Levy. I mean, the caterpillar eyebrows are fine, I guess, but I don't know if I'd consider them sexy. Treats his mom and other women with respect. Okay. Brags about your accomplishments, not his. Oh, wow. Yeah, this list was definitely made by women. The frisky.com. Uh huh. <laughs> likes, to, likes to watch Hallmark movies. <laughs> the frisky.com men list would be like boobs. Yeah. <laughs> we like boobs. Reminds me of Pam Anderson. <laughs> Boobs. All right, hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 72920. I, I feel like we've already done the mom confessions. <laughs> this is every mom by herself watching some uh, steamy movie, drinking a, drinking some hot cocoa. <laughs> but we search them every morning, 720 and 920. Sometimes grandmoms, sometimes dads. Yeah. And we share them right here. Megan, and I'm not even going to attempt the last name, we'll just say D, said, my kid just learned, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, but keeps forgetting and is yelling, oh no, noodles instead. <laughs> How many times you come into the kitchen you think, oh no, noodles. <laughs> noodles. Crazy Cat Lady 9999 said, just when I finally gotten everything cleaned and put in the dishwasher, my kid comes marching down with her museum collection of dishes and cups. Hashtag mom life. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, my husband does that as well. <laughs> hey, I know him. <laughs> Did it yesterday. Ben Jarvis said, having kids is great because instead of cracking open a beer and watching TV to decompress after work, I get to relearn basic math and wash school cafeteria mashed potatoes out of my kid's trombone. <laughs> Your kid's trombone? Yeah. Imagine a kid playing a trombone. This <laughs> no. is why you get a dog. <laughs> and a hobby. Yeah. Wow, that, that took my breath away a little bit. <laughs> Go home and... <laughs> Yes. Hashtag mom. <laughs> Every morning, 720 and 920. Take that trombone. Yeah. Throw it away. Mm-hmm. It's a weekend tradition. And why is that, you ask? Because you could be in the same predicament as these people. At least you get that going for you. You're not taken into custody by the law because of your criminal <laughs> deeds, misdeeds, and activities. Hopefully. There's a little something we call dumb. Crook News. We search the police blotters from Sea to Shining Sea for these stories of your award-winning fellow citizens. Say life is not so bad. Mm, yeah. Dateline to Orlando, Florida, because of course it's always Florida. Florida. Oh boy, this is going to be quite a DNC or a DCN. <laughs> not a DNC. That's a different. <laughs> That's something different. <laughs> oh my God! I welcome your letters. This is, is going to be an intense DCN if we're starting dumb crook news. If we're starting in Florida, twenty-five-year-old named Al Pacino has been taken into custody. This is his what? second time behind bars. His first name is Al Pacino. His last name is Giun, but he goes by Al Pacino. Wait, so his parents named him Al Pacino? Yeah, I'm sure they're <laughs> they named probably, him Al Pacino. Probably not aware of the actor if he was, you know, born overseas or something I like guess. that. <laughs> That's just a very weird coincidence. He's been a, arrested for possession of ecstasy and for assault. Oh no. Hoo-ha! There he is. <laughs> That's when I thought I was out. Okay, these are just uh, <laughs> clips of actual... Al- no, this is not... W-N-E-W plays all the hits. <laughs> no, wait a minute. What was that? What was that? <laughs> that was actual Al Pacino 
<laughs> this is Al Pacino. That's probably how you feel when you're on ecstasy. Like Al Pacino. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's awesome. Behind bars uh-huh. in the great state of Florida. Florida. Oh. Dateline, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeehaw. <laughs> Man there named Donald Kirkland went to a Walmart. As you do in Tennessee. Yes. Stole a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Went out to the parking lot. Started selling it. Having a little flea market. Yeehaw. <laughs> I mean, one thing if he went in there, went in there, bought some stuff, and then tried reselling, but stole the stuff Uh and then tried to sell it in the Walmart parking parking lot. lot. Of course, the Walmart Mm -hmm. staff—they're pretty smart. They're not just handing out smiley face stickers. They were wise to this. They called the police. (laughs) Donald admitted that he had stolen three TVs, a karaoke machine, and camping equipment, and was selling the items. He's been charged with theft of merchandise. Oh my gosh! Folded real quick. Well, how could he make selling in the parking lot? How could he deny that? (laughs) I mean, at least walk over to Sears or. Something. Do you think he was selling it for cheaper at least, or was he selling it for sticker price? Was he price? undercutting Walmart's prices? <laughs> yeah. Walmart's like, listen, if you if you're not if you're giving them a better price than us, there's really nothing we can do but call the police. What do you expect? I mean, that's just unfair business practices, Donald. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. They'd line to Allentown, Pennsylvania. Two Wendy's employees headed to work. They came up with a plan, you might say, to ensure that they had an easy night there at the Wendy's to block traffic. Mm. They pulled over to railroad crossing, put a device in the tracks, and made the wooden railroad crossing arm malfunction. So it looked as though you know they were stopping traffic. There's a train coming. Right. Everybody's going to stop. They're not going to get there to the to the Wendy's. The Wendy's, okay. Uh oh. Here's the trouble, though. By attempting to disable them, they actually ended up breaking it, and so it stopped functioning altogether, meaning that a train could have come by and oh, wow. cars would have gone through, not oh, knowing gosh. there was a train coming. So at first, it looked like they their plan was working. Well, right. Luckily, nobody was hurt, and they're now facing charges for criminal mischief. Now, amazingly, you know, the train thought of having cameras around, so they were easily right. spotted. That could be so awful. Oh, my gosh. While they were driving through here, she dropped him off. He exited the vehicle. He placed the shunt on the track. He got back in the car with her, and they proceeded to Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something funny about a police officer saying, they proceeded to Wendy's, had themselves a Frosty, and now I'm taking him into arrest. Don't forget the baked potato. Dateline Amarillo Tech. Texas, 31-year-old arrested with outstanding warrants this past week. He was found with a single gunshot wound to the ass. Who shot him? (laughs) Well, he says he shot himself. Oh, no. (laughs) The man was firing shots into the air, accidentally had one ricochet hit him in the butt. He's expected to be just fine. He's in stable condition. In addition to the outstanding warrants, he now faces gun charges for firing a firearm into the air. Oh, (laughs) gosh. That's just just awful. It's all fun and games. Until you shoot yourself in the ass. That's right. (laughs) I've heard of it all going south. You shoot yourself in the foot. Shoot himself in the ass. Dateline Wilmington, Delaware, just south of the border. Police there get a 911 call. Witnesses reported seeing a man who had driven his car into the ocean. Happened at Navy Beach. Witnesses quickly ran in the water, helped the man out of the vehicle and onto shore. He's 48-year-old Donald Jr., Donald Quill Jr. Okay. Turned out he was under the influence at the time. Uh, he had an additional traffic violation. Apparently, and I don't know why I found this funny, but I did. It is illegal to drive a motor vehicle on the beach in Delaware. Well, so if you look at a... <laughs> We're going to pull some wheelies. Don't do it on a public beach in Delaware, for the love of God. That makes me assume that this is not the first time this has happened, and that's why that there there is a law in place. because There is a law in place <laughs> because Donald Quill Jr. and men just oh, like him. Oh, gosh. Doing wheelies on the beach. Don't do it, mm-hmm. okay? Don't screw around with me. And last, we go back to the great state of Florida. Florida. 34-year-old Randy Osterman stopped by the police when he pulled out a three-foot steel sword complete with a dragon-shaped handle. It is Nissan Ultima. <laughs> now, I'm That's not sure awesome. why he was pulled over. Uh, 
I, I assume it was speeding or, or uh, because he was wielding a sword. Well, they didn't know he's wielding. The, they didn't know he's wielding the sword. You understand? Oh, I see. Okay. Until he was pulled over. So I, I assume understand. it was where a taillight was out or uh, sure. he's driving erratically or something. That they pull him over. He's in his Nissan Altima. They say, "Excuse me, sir, license registration." He goes, "Here's my three foot steel sword." <laughs> you know, like he's in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's amazing. The police immediately pulled out their tasers and they were able to incapacitate Randy and. Take his three-foot steel sword. <laughs> He's charged with resisting an officer, possession of a controlled substance, drug equipment possession, providing a false ID, and carrying an illegal weapon. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Mortal combat in my Nissan Altima. Where did he get a sword? He's in Florida. Well, just remember. That's fair. <laughs> He's in Florida. Florida. There you go. Dumb crook news. I would add, though, that's pretty good trunk space for a Nissan Altima having yeah. that big three-foot sword. You know? <laughs> It's a fine automobile in Nissan. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I've test-driven one of those. Not bad at all. Yeah. That little uh, clip, by the way, of John Belushi was for you since we were talking about Animal House yesterday. Oh, that was great. great Remember the samurai? That's what that was. (laughs) On Saturday Night Live. Oh, what did they call him? I think he was the samurai, wasn't he? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, they used to have, remember Land Shark that they had back then? And <laughs> yes, you mentioned Land Shark things. often. Yeah. Yes. I know, it's a favorite. Knock at the door. Telegram. Knock at the door. Who? Postman. Open the door. <laughs> and I remember one time it was, uh, he knocked at the door, he goes, Land Shark. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Curtin, whoever it was, just opened the door and he comes in and goes, really funny. That was uh, Chevy that did that, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I yeah. think it was just Chevy. I can't remember if anybody else did it, but that was hilarious. Land Shark. You want to kill some time at work today? Here's a bunch of clips for you to go check out on YouTube. You get the Samurai, the Land Shark. You got yep, a bunch of all those old clips. Thank you, sir. Man, you know, the uh, when Ackroyd and Jane Curtin would do the update. <laughs> don't don't say that. No, I won. Jane, you're ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> A word you can say back then on TV yeah. at the midnight you can't do now. Now it makes you cringe a little bit to hear it out loud. Even, a, even a vulgar person like myself, yeah, it's a little icky. Yeah, you cringe a little bit at that. Oh, my gosh. I'm reading an article here. Did you see the other day, this week, uh, Princess Martha Louise of Norway is just the latest royal to relinquish her royal duties, saying she, quote, wants to pursue other interests <laughs> following the uh, late of Prince Harry Meghan Markle, I guess. She has not been uh, Her Royal Highness since 2002 as she has gradually withdrawn from the uh, day-to-day royal work Really, in okay. her home country of Norway. Now, they're not part of the United Kingdom, so that's a whole different deal. Oh, they have their own little... I mean, how sector. bad can it be that's what I'm thinking. to be a royal that <laughs> right. you want to abdicate? You want to... You now, want to explore other interests? Right. Like what, <laughs> what other interests? You get to wear a tiara when you go to dinner. What are you talking about? Princess, let me tell you something. I've explored other interests. I'm out here exploring them right now. And I'm going to tell you the grass is definitely greener on your side of the fence, okay? But you're a princess. Out here in the world. Literally. You know what I mean? No, yeah. what, and the other thing is they, they're still millionaires. I mean, I understand Meghan Markle was an actress. Right. And she was one of the girls with the suitcases on that Howie Mandel thing, right? Oh, yeah. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Or no deal. <laughs> she was no deal. She was no deal. She was out. But it was a deal for Harry, and I guess she's got some of her own money. I mean, I don't know how the hell much you make being a model or whatever, but like, they're still multi-millionaires, and they get their own jet and all of that. Mm-hmm. They're not... I thought Queen yeah. Elizabeth uh, excommunicated them before uh, she passed away. So, like, how do they still have all this money? Because Elizabeth and Charles and all those people, they don't... They get that money from the tax... Like, yeah. they're given... 
these amazing things well, that I taxpayers pay for all of that in Great Britain. I don't think that Harry and Meghan do get money anymore from the royals. I believe that because they had a whole Netflix deal because they were talking about needing money, but they still live in like a chateau. And like you said, she was an actress. And so they're not needing money as most of ours. Like we wish we had. Do that they have like an account. inheritance or something? Is that what oh, it is? I'm a sure trust? they have Maybe that. I'm sure is. they have that as well. Other interests that I'm not allowed to pursue. Is she going to become like a porn star? Yeah, I mean, I what other know. interests do you have to pursue? I, especially in... Norway, no offense, but like, how hard is your job? What are you doing? Like, I don't, I just, I don't know. Maybe because we've never lived that life. It's, it's. Listen, I understand that there's scrutiny. I get that. And maybe you're a person who doesn't like to be in the limelight. And maybe, uh, you know, you have to be prim and proper and act a certain way. And everybody criticizes every move you make. I do understand that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the trade off is. You're a princess. Yeah. I mean, how amazing would that be? You walk in a room, people bow and say, Your Majesty. (laughs) Again, we've never lived that life. So I'm sure that there are downsides to it. I'm trying to figure out what it could be. And it's not coming to me. Right. Again, you you get to wear a tiara to dinner. You are a princess. You don't have to work. What? What other interests do you have? Sure. You want to go bowling? What is? <laughs> I mean, why you can't you go bowling as a princess? I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering why you would advocate if, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not. And there are certain things like, uh, I've always thought that if I could, uh, if I could stomach it, being a priest would be a good job. A priest? Yeah. And I'll tell you why it's a good job. Because they give you housing. <laughs> they give you a pension. Uh-huh. They pay for your clothes. Yeah. Uh, generally, people admire you. Uh, gives you an opportunity to inspire people. Now, yeah. the downside is you got to go visit sick people in the hospital. you got to do funerals. you got to deal with bridezillas at weddings. So well, there are some, like there's the, some downsides. The no sex thing would suck as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I could stomach <laughs> it, being a priest is a pretty good gig. You get retirement. They give you housing forever i guess you yeah. know so like if that's your deal that's uh, of course you have to have faith which is you know i'm obviously a horrible person but <laughs> you do better as a prince <laughs> yeah but bear with me here my point is if if that's for you that is uh, that job has some perks to it yeah but there are things you have to do that might not be pleasant i'm sure of course if a family invites you over and says our, our mother passed away we need your guidance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. father john right. you got to give them guidance and pray with them that's a little that's a sad time right, right, right. as a prince you don't have to do anything. Now, I'm sure they invite you to go to these things, and they invite you to go to state events and sit through speeches, but you don't have to do it. No. No, you don't. You don't have to. I, I, I don't. mean, what the hell is William doing? Nothing. He's done nothing over the past 30 years. He had a kid. That's all he did. He's done, And he lost his hair. He's done nothing. <laughs> he was in the military. So he's not he even did, a requirement. do something. Well, fine. But a lot of people, uh, that's basically college, you know, there's with a, uh, basic training. There's a downside to everybody's job. There's something that everybody doesn't. But like when you're a prince or a princess, I think your downsides are a little different than, you know. And saying, I don't need to be king either. I'll be princess. I'll be fine with that. <laughs> I'll do whatever you need me to do, okay? You need to well, cut call, it off, cut it off, call, give me the cash. Call Norway. They're in need of a princess now. So you let them know. Princess Robbie's on his way. <laughs> Cause World War Three, <laughs> International incident, Princess Robbie. All right. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Good morning, Robbie and Rochelle. We are good, too, and we're excited to talk to you, sir. Big fan of your work. We've been watching you on uh, Billions. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. We saw the first episode of Mrs. Maisel, and we have not finished it. I know you were on that show, of course. And you got a new uh, you got a new movie out this week, Armageddon Time, that has just hit the theaters. So you're a busy man. Yeah. I mean, it really, you make it seem that way. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to keep going? I read up on all your stuff. You're on House of Cards. There's a bunch of shows on your resume. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Get in time, um, and that's come out that nationwide on Friday in actual theaters. Right, uh, 
isn't it nice to go to the movie theater? I know there are some people that are just now venturing out and saying, let's do it. And there's just something special about seeing a movie up on the big screen. Whatever it is, it just gives it a whole different dimension, I think. Absolutely. And especially this movie, which is so beautifully filmed uh, by James Gray with Anthony Hopkins and uh, Anne Hathaway. And, you know, so it's got a great cast and it's a beautiful, a beautiful film and, and funny and moving. And I think it's great. I got to imagine it's a little intimidating when you see Anthony Hopkins. I mean, you get to sit and you go, "Holy crap! There he is! It's Anthony <laughs> Hopkins." That must be. Yeah, it is. But you know, after a while, I think you can really tip your hat to James Gray because he creates an atmosphere that he's the writer and director of the movie, right? Uh, where everyone feels like they're just there. They're all there to do their best work. They're all at the end of the day. Yes, Anthony Hopkins, who is you know a hero of mine, um, but we're all there to do the work I and mean, tell the story at the end of the day. Um, and uh, James Gray creates such a great atmosphere of, of us all sort of being in the same boat that, uh, you know, I, I didn't, that, that kind of went away after a while. It's, it's funny you mention uh, atmosphere because I'm always fascinated when you see a period piece and this movie takes place in Queens in 1980. I'm fascinated when they have like a, a shot of the street in front of the apartment building or whatever it is where you get all those cars and uh, occasionally there'll be a sign that's of the period. I mean, what is that like to, you know, to walk onto the set there and have it appear to be like you've stepped back in time? That's got to be kind of a neat thing, right? It was really neat. And, you know, James Gray said something so smart about design uh, with period pieces because sometimes when you see movies that are set in another time, everything looks exactly like that year. You know, like, the, the, if it's a 1950, the car is a 1950 car, 1950 furniture. But in reality, you know, it, it, you know, people don't have, you know, you, your furniture is probably 10 years old. <laughs> right. And your clothes might have been three or four years old. And so when I had to design, they were designing my costume, for instance, I was playing a school teacher, so I probably am not up to the 1980, you know, fashion, I probably am wearing a six-year-old sweater. You know what I mean? And I think in terms of period pieces, that kind of sensibility made the whole movie feel really authentic. Is this a thing where they close down a street and they recreate the period, like, on a real street, or is this done in a back lot? Or I'm just fascinated by this behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh, yeah, sure, they did that. I mean, because I played the school teacher, and this school looked like straight out of 1980, but looked like it hadn't been upgraded and since 1960 you know, yeah. <laughs> um, as school rooms in public schools tend to look and so it really looked period and it looked lived in and it felt like I was right there Listen, I got uh, uncles that still wear shirts from 1980, so they're <laughs> they're probably 40 years beyond the time <laughs> it's, exactly. it's kind of a funny exactly. thing well, why don't you go ahead and uh, shrug this off, but there's already some Oscar talk uh, for yourself, uh, for Anne, for Anthony, for everybody. On this. So any thoughts on that? Are you feeling uh, like this could be one of those movies that maybe uh, takes you to the big stage here? I, 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 I don't. <laughs> I know that they have high hopes for the movie. I, I just think it, whatever happens to it will happen, and uh, I will, I'm happy to go along with the ride. Uh, yeah, I do know what you're saying, and it is a good movie. We get the chance to get a screener here, and I will uh, tell you something. I know for sure that Black Adam is not going to get an Oscar for Best Picture. This movie might get an Oscar for Best Picture. So so it might be making all the money now, but this is a movie that people are going to remember as, uh, as, a, as a big deal. So I just uh, wish you the best of luck with it, guys. It's uh, great, great to talk to you. Great to have you on, my friend. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fun Fact Friday. In my hands, the envelope hermetically sealed. 
kept in the ballot box. <laughs> it's noon Tuesday. No one knows. These here and contain fun facts. Facts that are fun. These are missing ballots, I suppose. Ah. Things you don't really need to know. We just thought you'd like to know. <laughs> These are fun facts. That's right. Facts that are fun. Sometimes. Fun facts. Yeah. The idea of Casual Friday started in Hawaii in the 60s where people would wear Hawaiian shirts on Fridays. Eventually, it migrated to the rest of the country and now there's Bill in accounting. <laughs> hey, guys. Every day is Casual Friday. Check out this sweet Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it's not Hawaiian. It's Tommy Bahama. That's right. All right, Bill. It's different. U.S. presidents receive a pension of $219,200 per year. Really? Someone's going to take care of him. That's a nice pension. Sure. I'll take that. I feel like Jimmy Carter's the only one that actually needs it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like Bill Clinton, he's got his speaking deals. Obviously, Trump's a millionaire. Obama's a millionaire. I feel like it's maybe push a little bit, too. You know, they don't necessarily need it, but are they going to take it? Yeah. My name is Jimmy Carter, and I used to be a farmer. Please give me something. <laughs> I need a little health care. I'm not a nod. <laughs> is he 99? I think so, yeah. Wow, wow. The longest marriage ever was just under 91 years. He was a couple in England. They were married from 1925 until the husband passed away in 2016 and still was leaving the seat up. It's amazing how that... <laughs> Never learned. Yeah. 91 years. I'm a former president, and I always forget to put the seat down. <laughs> pee everywhere. Gross. God. A dual between three people is called a truel. This thruple is having a truel. I knew you were going to say thruple. I was waiting. Let me tell you, thruple is the word of the year. Thruple, yeah. I just love it. Yeah, it's a good MySpace word. still gets more than 8 million visitors per month. I bet even more now. People are going back. That's where you go to find yourself a little thruple. That's right. Let me tell you. All right, that's enough of that silliness. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Be in the know, number five to number one. Reminder to stay in touch on the socials at 1071theboss.com this weekend. Catch up on the podcast. It is on demand wherever you get yours or right there on the website. We start at number five countdown. Number five, good news for you fans of the macabre. There'll be two more seasons of Monster on Netflix. Mm. This is the documentary that started out with Dahmer. Yeah. Because if you weren't getting enough Dahmer from the TV show. Yeah. No, hang on a second. Maybe I have this wrong. The scripted show right. about him. And then there was the documentary about him. Yes. And there's another one with the murderer John Wayne Gacy. I know I've seen that on there. Right. Made by someone else, though. Because okay. I believe the Dahmer show was made by Ryan Murphy, who also did. Is Monster the scripted show? Monster, I think they're calling, that's what they're calling it. Yeah, okay, so this is separate from the documentary. Right, the documentary is different. The monster of the show is the scary one. They got one. that American Horror Story. That's Ryan Murphy did that too. So when you go on there, you're just looking for a little, I don't know, some <laughs> Seth Rogen or something, and you see I, this stuff. I finally finished the the monster show, and then I just went to Christmas decorating on Netflix because I just can't anymore. It's just I'm having terrible nightmares. I can't do it. There's also gonna be another season of The Watcher. Oh, uh, how doesn't make any sense I, at all? How I thought it was over. All right, ready, guys. We found another house. <laughs> With another family. They're still watching. That nobody wants in the neighborhood. Well, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny if the same family leaves the house from, it, which is in New Jersey, from the watcher and goes to like California and they start getting letters Someone's again. Someone's still like, watching why them? Why does no one want us to live in their neighborhood? What is it about us? <laughs> they must be a thruple. <laughs> <laughs> That must be it. We're watching you. The inflatables in the front yard. <laughs> Number four, a new poll has found the most common passive-aggressive things we do at work include gossiping about our coworkers, okay, giving others the silent treatment, and being sarcastic in a mean way. Is there any other way? <laughs> what if you're married to your coworker? Does that still apply? <laughs> no. 
Then all bets are off, babe. Okay. <laughs> you just sit there and take it. That's right. Per my last email. Right. <laughs> Number three, United Airlines says they're going to leave up to six flights open on some uh, holiday flights around Christmas time because <laughs> the average person gains up to 15 pounds between Thanksgiving and New Year's and planes can only carry so much weight. Oh, they're going to leave up to six seats open? Correct. Oh, wow. What did I say? Six flights open. Oh, yeah, no. Six seats six open seats on the plane. <laughs> to, to a lot yeah. for the weight? That's awful. Look at this, Jeffrey. He needs his own damn airplane. <laughs> Awful. Can we bring a crew up here just for this guy? <laughs> bring the Boscoff cookies. You oh, know he wants them. Those are so good. Oh, yeah, they those are. Cookies are the best. You're not getting that seatbelt on you, <laughs> big guy. I'm telling you right now. From one big guy to another, it ain't going to buckle. <laughs> Should have had the sun chips. Man, that's got to be uh, real depressing when you get on the plane. Like, what if you can't fit in the seat? What if you just can't fit in the seat? I've sat next to people who don't fit in the seat. But if you can't fit in the seat, what do you do? I mean, you do fit in the seat. You just spill into your other person's seat and hope that you're not sitting next to two big people because it's a long flight. But what if you spill so far into the seat that there's really not room for the smaller person next to you? I don't know. I mean, do they have protocol for this? I'm assuming that they do. If someone didn't purchase themselves two seats, they probably do leave one or two seats open just in case. You think like the girl at the front, you know, when she's going, "Uh, we'll begin our boarding process in just a few minutes. You think she takes a look and goes, oh, Jesus, look at this guy. I don't think they Better leave a seat open. No, I don't think they can. Again, I've sat next to somebody who did not fit in the seat. It was a long flight. It was not fun. <laughs> like, this is my, you're in my bubble. You got to get out of my bubble. Rent yourself a U-Haul. Don't be that guy. <laughs> just drive home for the holidays, okay? Or just get two seats. Just, just be comfortable. Just get, keep get your fat seats. ass off the airplanes, okay? <laughs> Number two, there's a poll on Christmas shopping. Found parents spend the most money on their kids when they're between the ages of seven and 12. Mm. As usual, with my strange upbringing, I would say that I don't believe that's true. I feel like Why? I get I get more money now. As an adult? I I think so. I think the gifts are better now. Really? I mean, I would get a couple of little things, a couple of sweaters, a couple of toys maybe. But like, I feel like now it's it's nice where they just write a check. It's great. <laughs> yeah, they probably do spend more on you now than they did when like you Capital were One. What's in my wallet? Some money from the old parents. Well, see, then you have 12-year-old Lola who wants $300 shoes, a computer, a scooter. I'm does like, she have any concept of what those things? She probably yes, does. Yes, absolutely yeah. she does. <laughs> yeah. But her Christmas list is at least $1,200 worth of stuff. So a lot. I mean, I wanted Matchbox cars. Right, you know? right. Well, that's the difference between boys and girls. They give you Mickey Mouse socks, a couple Matchbox cars. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting checks. Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> Number one, despite what it might look like, the U.S. Air Force is a penis-shaped flight path made by the KC-135 <laughs> Stratton tanker near a Russian military base was not intentional. <laughs> yes, it was. The image of the flight path has been circulating on social media. A representative for the United States Air Force says, we're aware of the incident. We're talking with the crew to determine the details. At this time, we do not believe the crew acted inappropriately by flying and refueling in orbit consistent with requirements at uh, aircraft ease and not attempting to make the shape of a penis on a map. I don't believe it. It's a bunch of guys like you and Joe up there <laughs> controlling the flight path. They're like, check this out. Check it out. We make it look like a big wiener. <laughs> Let's do a couple pubes. Yeah, it's absolutely meant to happen. My favorite part of the story is what we don't get to see is there's some admiral that he gives, uh, attention, sir, <laughs> Eddie's major, what's the matter? <sighs> Have you checked Facebook today? It's a big Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> World famous celebrity birthday filed this Friday. Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's 48. Carson Kressley. 
from Queer Eye for the Straight yes. Guy. He's on he's been 50 million shows since then. He he's on everything. Mm-hmm. He's 53 today. Callista Flockhart. That was Allie McBeal, right? Yeah, isn't she married to uh, oh, Harrison, Harrison Ford? Harrison yeah. Ford, yes. She's 58. Demi Moore hits the big 6-0 today. Stanley Tucci. There's somebody that, uh, remember we were talking about people you'd like to just go away from the spotlight? Yeah. I can't stand him. No. Oh, and everybody talks about that CNN show that he does where he goes to Italy and eats cheese. I just I, can't stand you know, him. He's got new uh, pasta kits coming out for Christmas. I was totally going to get you one for Christmas. I oh, guess my not. God. <laughs> Stanley Tucci pasta kit. Send him to the Olive Garden. Call it a day. <laughs> and in all seriousness, a salute to our veterans, past and present. Yes. Happy Veterans Day. Yes. Thank you so much for your service. Used to be known as Armistice Day. Now it is Veterans Day. Oh, interesting. Wonder if he's the same admiral. Prove that thing. <laughs> Major. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That's just an awful story, but true. It's funny. Yeah, that picture has been circulating. It really does. Yeah, I saw it too. It's pretty funny. There's, there's some no pictures of can... uh, there's some pictures of Nicole when it was still a hurricane in Florida that kind of look like oh, kind of look like a man's business. I don't know how people yeah. notice. I don't even notice these things till people point no, it out. Either. Then I go, oh god. I don't either. Oh god! I don't either. But still, that's that's really funny though. And you know, the, the pilots pilots are a whole other breed of people. Yeah, and uh, it would not surprise me in the least <laughs> to find out that they did that on purpose. You know what I expect to pull that kind of thing? Spirit Airlines pilots. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> your favorite American corporation, Spirit that's Airlines right. LLC. That's right. Oh, that's right. While while they're losing your bags and <laughs> and, and and not caring at all. <laughs> Uh, I just love to poke the bear. What do do with all of them? Where are because they lose because it's such a common story. No, nope. you know that people they they lose bags all the time. Where are they? Area fifty one. Go. <laughs> it's in a bunker. Oh my gosh! I know Continental used back when there was a Continental Airlines. They used to have a, a warehouse uh, right by the airport, mm-hmm. and you know they used to go through it all the time and try to match up bags that they lost, but. I mean, nothing like that. I mean, Spirit, it's every flight. <laughs> People I are losing bags. I know. It's okay, Joe. And they're late, and they cancel stuff. It's... What's going on at uh, Newark Parking today? Did you say there's some kind of crisis over there? I didn't say it was a crisis. I said it was... There was the parking delayed. lot is, is blocked parking, off. Yeah, or one of the it? parking lots is almost full. Yeah. Oh, all right. Here it comes. The CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. For a big weekend, if you are a business, an organization, a community group, a charity trying to do some good in the neighborhood, trying to give back, having a fun event, trying to raise funds, awareness for your cause, let us know about it. You know, it's Texas. Best way to send us a little link with all the info so it's real easy. We can share it, 1071theboss.com. Community events, station events when the boss roadies are on tour when they stop by. Text it to us, 732-774-4444. Direct messages on the 1071 The Boss Facebook or do it right at the website. Again, that's 1071theboss.com. It's Veterans Day. Thanks to the Coffee Platoon, we are thanking our active military veterans and soldiers for the sacrifices they make for freedom. Coffee Platoon, because freedom tastes good. There's more on that, 1071theboss.com. It's Veterans Day. Also, Middletown Arts Center, Christmas tree lighting. Sunday, December 4th, 5 p.m. Bring the whole family. Get your photo with Santa. Horse-drawn carriage ride crafts and ice sculptors free giveaway for the first 300 children at the event so put it in your phone be there all the info middletownnj.org it's pities and pals rescue hosting a special pet photo session with santa claus that's fun bring the pooch out to meet mr claus that's also going on uh, sunday the 4th of december 11 to 2 coastal habitat for humanity asbury park bring the family bring the pets take uh, the pictures with santa claus ten dollar donation and all the proceeds go right to pities and pals rescue pities and pals.com for the details on that one and how about this more santa news 
Santa's arrival extravaganza at Brunswick Square Mall, East Brunswick. Santa's in for the season. Mrs. Claus. They'll have princesses like Aurora, Belle, Cinderella, face painting, balloon twisting, hot cocoa, and cookies. Oh, my God. Maybe bring some home. Leave them for Santa Claus. Maybe don't leave them out that long. It's probably a bad idea. Shop BrunswickSquare.com for all the info. CBB brought to you by MyMediMinder.net. Loved ones not taking medications? Check out MyMediMinder.net. That's MyMediMinder.net. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood community bulletin board. I said, and Joe's here. How's it going over there? He says, oh, it's a snoozer today. I was like, really? I thought he meant the show sucked. But he said, no, it's just, it's just quiet on the roads because it's a holiday. And I said, well, yeah, that's right. You know, you don't want to suck on Friday because then it bums you out for the whole weekend. That's right. And you know what? Any show that has dead guy in the envelope on is, 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 a, is a home run. Wasn't that great? We're going to do that again. Yeah, we have to do that again. That was fun, and then we got to open the door after the new year. If, if you're if you're into it, we got to do share share or a bear. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the deal where you you say something and we Chicago have Chicago to... or the wagon, right? <laughs> is it a bear or is it share? You know, share right, exactly. Yeah. So I would say Sunny share, and then you would respond share, right? Grizzly okay, bear, grizzly. Yeah. bear, right? Exactly. And that's apropos with all these uh, bears running wild here in the Great Garden oh, State. So. Oh, I know they're everywhere. So maybe Taking we'll, over. <laughs> we'll do that kind of creativity here. Bear or share. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, actually, I probably have it all still on a computer somewhere. I won't even have to rewrite it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Let's just play the old tape. I don't care. <laughs> that makes my job easier for about 10 minutes. Yeah, recycle these old things that sure. people found really funny and fun. You know, I mean, that's, that's what it's about. It's all right, time stuff. for the best of Joe Nolan. Here he is. <laughs> uh, Run the tape. It's he said. She said. And Rochelle. Presented by Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill, Chef Mike's ABG.com. He's bringing sexy food back at Sexy Food. Mm. Speaking of sexy food. Yes. Kind of, sort of. Sort of. Not everybody gets together necessarily right on Thanksgiving, although that is coming up. The whole holiday season is coming up. You might have a get-together this weekend, see some people now, see some people in a few weeks. You get a big uh, family and friends get-together. Is there something you could say at the dinner table? Could be at a restaurant, could be over someone's house, could uh-huh. be a uncle's house, right? Yeah. That you could also say in the bedroom during those special moments. <laughs> Something that would apply when you get on your bedroom eyes. Uh-huh. That would also apply at the dinner table with family. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. <laughs> Are you satisfied? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I would say that at the dinner table, but okay. Are you satisfied you wouldn't say that? No, probably not. Mm. I'd say you're full. Are you f- which I guess also works. <laughs> <laughs> Heard myself say it, and then that also works. <laughs> Do we have any whipped cream? Sure. <laughs> Are you done already? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't taste right. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, how do you know what it's supposed to taste like? Well, I would also say that. Disgusting. I would also say that most places. <laughs> See what we're going for here? Yeah. You could say it in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You could also say it at the dinner table amongst the family. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you be more embarrassed to say this in front of is the question. It's a little embarrassing, uh, especially if you have a new partner. It's a little embarrassing sometimes in the bedroom. Yeah. Certainly could be embarrassing in front of the people you know best. Mm-hmm. Your closest family and friends. Yeah. I would be more embarrassed in front of my family, I guess. But I don't know. You? <sighs> Depends. Depends <laughs> on the situation. Yeah. I got one for you. I brought you a little present. <laughs> it's under the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm sure you do. That definitely works at the dinner table or in bed. I think that would be good. I don't know that people should really be talking in the bedroom. I was going to say that. I think it's a little awkward to have like a full conversation in bed anyway. Because some of these seem to be, 
you know, before the deed. And that seems a little strange to me that you're having a conversation <laughs> before. I yeah. mean, maybe afterwards there's a little chit chat, but it seems a little strange to me. I don't I don't know. I'm not a talker in bed if I'm just being candid, but right. at the dinner table, I guess I am. I would say things like, you know, don't talk with your mouth full. But if you said that in bed, which it would work, that'd be a little awkward, no? Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have ruined dinner for everybody because you're going to say something and then go, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> well, now you are. That could work both ways. Now you are. Now you're going to be sitting at Thanksgiving dinner or at Friendsgiving over the weekend and someone's going to say something and you're going to think, oh boy. That got awkward. That's the cranberry sauce. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does that work? I think it might. It might. 732-774-4444. You see why we didn't let Joe in on this one? I just, <laughs> just don't want to know. No. 732-774-4444. Call us. I got a couple lines hanging on here. Text us. Get us on the old Facebook machine. Those are coming up. Your he said. She said. And the finally Friday freak out right around the corner, baby. Whoa, boy. Here we go. It's an ever closer to the holiday. I hate that commercial says holiday. Here's Bing saying it looks a lot like Christmas. What you don't want to miss is a chance to relax, recharge. F-R-I-D-A-Y about another long week and all you yeah. gotta do is just exercise those demons. Oh, I'm getting down. Look that boss man clear square straight in the eye and say, hey, don't watch me. Watch my smoke. I'm gone. I'm out. I'm blowing this here pop stand for at least 56 hours till I return. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what, you take this job and shove it. Freak out is now in control. The boss has been on your case. Co-worker driving you crazy. Guy in traffic. Your spouse, your kids, your parent. It's okay. The weekend's here, man. That's right. More cowbell. The world famous finally Friday freakout. Broadcasting with Robbie and Rochelle in the morning on 1071 The Boss. We're lover boys on your radio again. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere in the free Boss app. Chris Kringle Cash, already giving out 500 bucks this fine Friday to Miss Michelle Duckworth in Tom's River. Michelle picked up 500 this morning, qualified for five grand because she signed up for Chris Kringle Cash, 1071TheBoss.com. Chernoff is hanging out, covering for Michelle today. He's got another chance at the money sometime after 10. Nice going uh, to Michelle in Tom's River, win it already. Just underway with this morning's He Said. She said. Is there a phrase that would work, would be applicable, would make sense mm-hmm. at the dinner table with your family and friends, the people closest to you? Right. Any person you are close with in the bedroom. <laughs> Works both places. Yeah. These are dirty. It's up to you which one is more awkward, <laughs> more uncomfortable. Derek said, can we expect company? <laughs> Don't say that, Derek. Don't do that. Jason said, wow, that was salty. <laughs> there are worse things it could be than salty. All That's, right? That is awkward in both situations. Yeah. You don't want to tell somebody their cooking is salty or that they are salty. I would absolutely tell someone their cooking was salty. I'll tell you that. Really? Even yeah. if you were like a dinner party? Sure. You would just say this is too salty? Man, that was salty. Absolutely. You would say that if someone made you something homemade? Yeah, probably. Really? This is why we don't get invited I anywhere. Re- 
worry about my salt. <laughs> Nicole said, oh, wow, that's moist. <laughs> Let's go to line two. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> line one. Can I have seconds, please? <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants a second helping you stuff. Everybody does. <laughs> well, we're having some laughs this morning, aren't we? Here's a good Friday one. <laughs> You're at a holiday get-together. You're all friends and family around. And you say something, it would also make sense at the dinner table and in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. He said. She said. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text us. Facebook's more coming up. Oh, that is so amazing. <laughs> Who is this? Michelle. That's my favorite part of the job is telling you you're calling number 10. You're ready to play for some money. Now, let me ask you a couple of questions. Where are you from? What town? Tom's River. Okay, good. Got a big uh, Veterans Day parade through downtown Tom's River today, by the way. So Yes, we do. little salute to all the good you're doing there in your town. Have you signed up for Chris Kringle Cash 1071theboss.com? I have. Okay, so you're qualified. That's already happened. You're already qualified mm-hmm. for five thousand dollars we will do that just before christmas and i got a little baggie here for seven o'clock this morning i know because you signed up you knew we were doing it sometime in the seven o'clock hour and we'll yep. open this up pull the little ribbon and it's one two three four five hundred dollars cash nice going thanks so much you guys are awesome oh my goodness five hundo that's nice tell them jersey's free money radio station when it's everyone the boss it's he said she said with Robbie and Rochelle. All presented by Chef Mike's ABG. I'm sure he's real proud of that. Well, he's bringing sexy food back. That's he likes right. the sexy, right? That's right. ChefMike'sABG.com or uh, Chef Mike's Atlantic Bar and Grill. You got to stop in there and see him in uh, Seaside Park. Mm-hmm. I think you can do the order online, pick it up if you want. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure you can. It's good either way. We have been there. We enjoyed it very much. Very tasty. Go scroll through our pictures. We're not mm-hmm. kidding. No. Mike is a very nice guy. He's been here, as a matter of fact. Yeah, they have great drinks there, too. Not only their food, I I remember their drinks being very tasty. And uh, you will enjoy the ambiance because uh, Mike used to be a DJ. Mm. He told me he's got a whole setup in his basement where he uh, scratches. (laughs) So the playlist playlist you hear there while you're uh, looking at the ocean, eating your seafood, your hunk of steak, Mm -hmm. he's got the music going. He's got a little jam, a little vibe. Very sexy. A little vibe in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of sexy, <laughs> something you could say with a group of friends and family at the table at Chef Mike's. Something you could also say when taking off your pants and headed into the bedroom. <laughs> I got a text from 2308 that said, can you clean up after we finish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you wash the dishes? <laughs> Just mop it up. Allie said, that was filling. And Doug said, would you like seconds? Or those were juicy thighs. Now, that would make sense, but I mean, would you really say, do you want seconds in the bedroom? I don't think you would yes. say it like that. Yeah, I would say, I would like seconds. I'm like, I got to go, huh? <laughs> I'm not going to be able to walk. <laughs> Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hi. You said you wanted a phrase you can use for both? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. that's a great one. Yeah, that's very polite, no matter which situation you're in. <laughs> Back to line two. Can I please have a second helping of sausage? <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable saying that at a family dinner. For being honest with you. That depends on the family, yeah, I suppose. I'm just uncomfortable with that statement, no matter what the situation. Robbie's face is beat red right now. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> line four, it's boss. Can I have a piece of pie? <laughs> what was that warrant song back in the 80s? Cherry pie? Is that yeah. where your head is at? That's exactly what it is. And now you got me thinking about that music video. Thank you for that visual, sir. Appreciate it. 
Thank you. Keep it going on the Text Connect anytime or on a boss Facebook page, 732-774-4444. Searches like our page if you haven't done it yet on the Facebook, please.